they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in Acts chapter 6, looking today at verses 8 through 15. We will be finishing the chapter And today we begin to see the movement of the religious leaders against Stephen. Um, We know what's coming for him, ultimately. And we know Paul's role in Stephen's um, stoning. Um, And so this is all of the um, story of Stephen's life leading up to the point where he is martyred for his faith in Jesus. Um, But today... um, we see Stephen's personality to begin to unfold his his conviction of faith and his um, bold teaching of the gospel. Um, and so we'll be uh, taking a look at Stephen's life over the next few days and um, looking forward to that. So before we get into the text, let's open uh, with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Uh, We thank you, God, for this opportunity to come and study your word. We don't know what the day holds, uh, but we know, Lord God, that you will be with us every step of the way at every moment. And so, God, we ask that you would guide us through the day, that we would use our moments well for you and for your kingdom's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Uh, Acts 6, 8 through 15. And Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians, and of the Alexandrians, and of those from Cilicia and Asia, rose up and disputed with Stephen. But they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. Then they secretly instigated men who said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him and seized him and brought him before the council. And they set up false witnesses who said, This man never ceases to speak words against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses delivered to us. And gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. Once again, um, one of the key leaders of the first century church is in trouble with the prevailing religious leaders. Um, There are people intentionally stirring up trouble against Stephen in this passage. Uh, People who simply oppose his message. Um, and the, the group is named um, part of the synagogue of the freedmen, and then he lists uh, you know, the group and where they're from. Um, and these men were rising up and disputing with Stephen about the things that he was teaching. But I love what Luke says in verse 10, but they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. Now, when we're facing opposition, um, we will be empowered in our speaking as Stephen was, as Peter has been, and as every faithful disciple of Jesus always is, we'll be empowered uh, to speak words that God provides through his spirit. And Peter 
uh, and his preaching and teaching and his defense against the council was speaking in the spirit. And here, once again, we see that Stephen is speaking uh, with a wisdom and with the spirit um, that these men could not contend against. Um, the wisdom of God contained within Stephen's heart because of the spirit of God within him uh, was an overpowering force that his opponents simply could not stand in the face of it. And we have to rely on that same Holy Spirit that dwells within us to empower us in those moments when we find ourselves um, needing to take a stand for the gospel or simply when we're presenting the gospel to someone who doesn't know Jesus. Uh, the Spirit and the wisdom of God within uh, will be a mighty force to contend with. Uh, Luke goes on that they were secretly instigating men who would speak against him and bear false witness, and they finally seize Stephen and force him to stand before the council. And they make their false accusation against him in 12. This man never ceases to speak words against this holy place and the law, for we've heard him say that this Jesus will destroy this place and change the customs that Moses delivered to us. And uh, that means he's a lawbreaker. He's in opposition to the law, um, if these things are true. And um, it's a... It's a twisting of the things that Jesus himself taught and probably that they heard the disciples saying as a, as a pretext to the gospel. Yeah, the law has been abolished. It's been fulfilled in Christ. It doesn't apply any longer in the sense that um, we have grace and we have mercy and we have redemption and forgiveness. Uh, the law um, falls short of getting us home to the Father. <laughs> But Jesus gets us there. Um, even after hearing these accusations, uh, Stephen stood his ground. And in verse 15, Luke tells us that gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. The Spirit of God was on him and present in him in a mighty way. And as much as they wanted to accuse this man of opposing the law and of um, going against uh, their long-held traditions, um, he stood as innocent as possible, and his his very countenance bore uh, the uh, countenance of an angel. And um, yeah, pretty hard to <laughs> come against someone who's standing there, exposed and innocent, and um, uh, hard to dispute uh, his teachings when you can't contend against the wisdom and the spirit within him as he teaches. And so they really were uh, out of options here. But we'll see as chapter 7 unfolds that they continue to gin things up against Stephen and ultimately uh, wind up taking his life. Paul saw being present uh, at Stephen's killing. Um, and that's part of his journey. And we have to remember that, that Paul... Uh, Paul's journey is about to begin unfolding here in the book of Acts, and uh, he was a zealous defender of the Jewish faith prior to his conversion to Jesus. And I don't know that he would have taken delight in Stephen's killing, and I imagine that he had big questions going on in his mind and heart, but he was a passionate protector of the Jewish faith and of the law, and he would have at least in that moment assented to what they were doing 
and we'll find out more about that. And hopefully we see some new insights unfold into the character of Paul prior to his conversion. All right, my friends, I'm challenged by these words because I see in Stephen uh, a great model for us when we are facing opposition, that we should just let the Lord elevate us and we should let the Lord speak through us. And we don't have to mount a defense when we're innocent of false charges and when we're innocent of being accused of things that we've not done or not said. Uh, the Lord will lift us up and um, it will be evident to all as it was with Stephen standing before the council that day. Well, uh, God bless you as you uh, continue about your day, and uh, may these words continue to speak deep truth to your hearts as you continue to consider them today. God bless.